Well, the heating's just gone on and uh, the roads are very quiet, actually. I am so tired. Yeah, life is sort of getting back to pre-pandemic state, but with the pandemic not having gone away, which is quite an interesting mixture. I'm sure quite a lot of people are feeling the same way. Or is it just me? Welcome to episode 79 of Mr. Bert Pods. Yes, well, we're getting dangerously close to episode 80, and then it's going to be episode 100. And then we'll be uh, street parties and probably a national bank holiday, or just a national holiday, who knows. Um, who would have thought? I started this in March 19, no, <laughs> 19 anything, March 2020, I think. Do you know, I can't, I've, no, I can't remember, 2020? Yeah, probably not March 2020. Uh, and it's still going strong. Uh, and the fan base, uh, which is still tiny, and that's fine with me, is uh, growing a little bit, but there we go. So, um, it's been a long week, uh, and I'm all over the place because uh, my structure has changed considerably, and it's not helping my brain that doesn't like change or uh, variation. But there we go. So, today uh, was, I have kept my Mondays as normal as possible, so I'm still on my lockdown Monday, which is uh, getting up and then doing yoga and my run. Uh, a friend had warned me there was, because I can't see Strictly because I'm working, there was a big Strictly drama on Saturday. I don't know what happened on Sunday. And then, of course, I put the flipping radio on this morning. Uh, a woman striding past there. Um, I put the radio on this morning. Today programmed here, Martha Carney, I can't stand going. Oh, for those of you who watched Strictly last night, well, I didn't watch Strictly last night, so shut up. Uh, so I had to wax the radio off. And then, of course, they'd also put the sport pack late for some reason. So um, I still crushed into part of the article and heard one of the Strictly contestants' names, which was the one I was... Anyway, I quickly turned it off, so I'm, I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to have to try and watch that tomorrow night because uh, I'm busy tonight. But anyway, uh, that was all fascinating. Um, so, yeah, so then I did yoga after that trauma, uh, which actually went quite well, I must admit. And um, I managed tree quite well. And then she said, and well done, those of you online, at which point I fell over. Oh, motorbikes, you don't see many motorbikes coming down. For all that you do see everything in the world go up and down this road, uh, you don't see many motorbikes. When you say when I say you, I mean I. Um, yeah, so I went crashing around on there. Uh, then she did another balancing thing and she's hurt her ankle or her foot. So um, she fell out of that. And of course, I was uh, balancing really beautifully. So she fell out of it and suddenly finished that move while I could have gone on for another 30 seconds or more, which was really irritating. Uh, fortunately, because of her injured ankle, she can't do, she couldn't do much downward dog, so we weren't complaining about that. Uh, I do like it when a yoga teacher's got an injured something, because then they uh, don't make the class as hard. And I shouldn't mock, really, because I forget, you know, teaching. Uh, it, obviously, when you're teaching adults, it's to some extent different, because you're not behaviour managing a classroom of 30 children, which I've done uh, for quite a lot of my career but um it's still tiring um so and i can't see any of the other people in the studio i the, the yoga class is not a million miles away but it's a 
bus ride. I short tube ride away and I just can't be bothered getting over there for half past nine. And also I like finishing yoga and then going on my run because I think it wakes my body up and then I feel ready for a run. Whereas if I got on a bus and trekked home, uh, I wouldn't be in the mood. So I'm going to stick to it online as long as I do it. I don't know whether her class has dwindled or gained since the other teacher finished, but um, I can't see anyone else in the class where the camera's placed, which is probably obvious. Uh, so I don't really know what's going on. Uh, so that was all uh, fine. She did give me a nice thank you again, because I have stuck with her for quite a long time, actually. So I, I know I make fun of her a bit, but she's a really lovely teacher who I hope will never listen to this. And then I went for a run. I did my... Uh, variation uh yet again uh of course that the trouble with i know i know darren is right it is a bit silly going around, around in a square but the trouble is when you do farther distance no not farther distance runs different routes uh, as opposed to around a recreation around nine and a half times you end up crossing roads and stuff and because i have my headphones in because i'm always listening to the fortunately podcast that's my ritual oh to think at the beginning of lockdown when i was in a right state i was sitting in this chair rocking listening to i think up to three fortunately podcasts a day uh, and there are 45 50 minutes each so that was a quite a big proportion of each day i was just plugged into oh and there's my motorcycle back again why do motorcycles all have uh, l plates when obviously they're not learner drivers um, and talking of questions thank you the person that we do have a new member of the listening audience uh, up in yorkshire you know who you are. Thank you for informing me the word for the little electricity building thing is I was struggling for last week is substation. I have no memory why I was talking about an electricity substation, but I was for some reason. Uh, so thank you for that. So yeah, so the thing is you're running around and I'm running around listening to my podcast. And then of course you have to be careful because you can't hear traffic. Uh, and that slows me down. And then I got I got into a Darren situation of my shorts falling down again. Uh, this is described as a Darren situation for those of you who uh, listen to Nothing to See here. The latest episode will explain that one. Um, for those of you who don't, uh, last time I saw Darren, he had these ridiculous... I mean, the man's in his mid-40s. I don't care what impression he gives, whether he seems to think the world thinks he's in his 20s. He's in his mid to late uh, he's on the wrong side of 45, let's put it that way. And he's wearing those teenage trousers that fall down. Uh, in fact, there's a very funny Miranda. Uh, now, I do see that man quite a lot. And I think he lives around here. And I think he's got a family because I sometimes see him with children. So that's actually one of the few people I do actually do recognise. Um, there is a funny Miranda scene where she's in the park and there's loads of young youths young youths with that fashionable trousers halfway down and she's just going down does she pull them up or does she pull them down she runs i think she runs around pulling them all down which is very funny uh, unfortunately darren's i mean why a 45 year old man or wherever he is is wearing them uh i just don't know but I also noticed at one point that his underpants had slipped down with them. And that was, I think, as I said on the podcast, a deeply unpleasant experience. Um, yes, yeah, so actually, uh, talking of that whole event that I was at with Darren, I forgot to mention that. That was two, three weekends ago. Darren invited uh, a few circle friends over to his place for lunch. I manfully drove the whole way across London. 
I'm very proud of myself. God, it takes a long time. I do think, oh, it's lovely having a car. Wish I had a car. Uh, and then you get in a car and you get into London traffic and you just wish you were on public transport. But I suppose it's warmer and there's less people around. Um, he did do, I forget, Darren, who's done every job there is to be done in the world, was some sort of a chef. I don't know. He says he was. But... Um, he did ask for help in the kitchen and it was, it's a very small kitchen and the meal was pretty much ready and I was put in one of the most stressful situations of my life. Uh, it was like Gordon Ramsay, uh, really was like a five-star Michelin Gordon Ramsay type kitchen. Uh, there was just food flying everywhere. He kept shoving things in my hand to take into the other room. I was an absolute nervous wreck. I'm surprised I didn't um drop anything and it was interesting i mean there was one bit where he was sort of scattering food on on top of food it was a sort of garnishy thing and it was he was literally throwing it and half of it was missing the plate and it was going all over the floor and the side but that's the way he was working it was this huge like almost like conducting an orchestra high maintenance orchestra and it's so opposite to how i cook um i just get cross when I'm cooking. Uh, I don't find it mindful or relaxing. Um, I can barely cope with more than one pan, uh, which is why I like the roasting timber person, which is why, I don't know who she is, uh, which is why I like the roasting tin book so much because you just basically put it in tin, put it in the oven. Darren did two very complex courses. I mean, each course was layered with food. I don't mean literally layered, but, you know, it wasn't like it was a layering of of, of different tastes, uh, very controlled, be, looked beautiful on, on the plate. Um, one of us described it as one of the nicest meals I've ever had outside of a restaurant. And I have to say, uh, it was really nice. It was really, really nice. But, oh, my God, is he oh, in the kitchen? It's just an absolute nightmare. But that's the way he works and that's why we're so different that's probably why we get on so well um so that yes i have to reluctantly thank him for that it was a very very nice afternoon and it was the first time i'd seen him for months and months and months so that was quite disturbing um then what happened uh yeah and then then i forgot to mention that on mr burt pods conveniently uh, then today I did my run. I didn't get run over anywhere, which was good. Um, the other thing is you have to go up and down hills when you're running along the pavement, which is annoying. Uh, but I cut about a minute off my time last time, so it was all right. And, um, oh yes, Darren left this hilarious comment on last week saying, had I, on, on the Strava thing, had I lost the, uh, recreation ground, because obviously I'd run a different place. So that was funny. And um, uh, I came home, I had a quick shower, and yes, that's, and then I've settled down to this. So the week's been weird. So the week's been a full week of performances, which won't really happen again because I've got somebody covering me two nights a week from now on. But that was eight performances. Now, it was a bit confusing because uh, last weekend it was two Saturdays nothing on Sunday because it was the end of the press week which had been a bit bibbly bobbly boo and then <clears throat> then into the pattern of Monday off uh, Tuesday Wednesday two on Thursday 
Friday, two on Saturday and one yesterday. The one yesterday threw me out completely on a Sunday. I, I've never worked a show on a Sunday before and I found it quite uh, difficult because I'm convinced today I'm going in this evening, which I'm not. Um, it's not really relaxing going out in the middle of a Sunday, I have to say. Uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. It's been the longest week. Um, and there was a load of problems on the show yesterday, but um, they all seem to sort of, well, they sort of sorted themselves out. It is that sort of show, really. I still really, really love the show, I have to say. I really love it, and I still get a bit tearful at the end every single night. I mean, that will stop at some point, I hope. I think I've seen it about 50 times. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's a really nice bunch of people, really nice bunch of people. And uh, I do look forward to going into the theatre, so that's nice. I'm just so tired because I'm trying to still get up. Well, it's not early, but it's early by my timings. Get up at a regular hour in the morning. And I'm trying to do the cooking, the cleaning and the washing and the shopping and get everything else done. Um, and it all takes time, which is why I was enjoying not working before. I have got back to reading, which is a good sign for us all. Uh, so I've been listening to my first Audible novel for quite some time. I'm listening to, just drawing to the end of uh, Brighton May, Off the Tracks, On the Tracks. Uh, Christopher Fowler's Brighton May, there's a big fan listening to this podcast of the Brighton May books. They're, um, they're London's oldest detectives. I can't work out how old they are. I think they're in their 80s. Completely fictionalised. They're very, very quirky. There's usually some aspect of London. I think all the books have a centering around an aspect of London. This one being, as you can guess from the title, the underground system. They, they're very, they're very quirky. I can really understand people not liking them. They, they're very, as you read them, they're very ragged. You don't really understand what at all what's going on. Uh, they seem to be not very well structured and all a bit all over the place. And then suddenly everything pulls together quite brilliantly at the end. Um, and I do often <clears throat> get caught up in them thinking, I don't really, I think I've missed a bit there. I don't really know what's going on. Um, the two characters, Bryant and May, the two detectives are just really delightful. Um, and they are very funny. They're not really particularly serious. Um, but Christopher Fowler, the author is exploring uh, his love of London through the books as well, which is also very nice. And then I've also started reading an absolutely marvellous book, which I'm just going to plug everywhere, called uh, The Science of Storytelling by Will Storr, which is this extraordinary book written by a, a man who is both fascinated by science and writing. And it basically, he's showing how our brains work through the knowledge we have through neuroscience and everything, how our brains work, why we we live by narrative um, because of the way our brains work, uh, and therefore why storytelling is a completely natural process for human beings. Um, it answers huge questions about our behavior in the simplest of sentences because you know, we now know, although I didn't know until I read this book, how much really is known about the human brain now. It is absolutely really fascinating. And um, on a personal level, I'm finding it very, very helpful in my own therapeutic journey. So it's not a book of therapy, but um, discovering the way the brain relates, the way we view the world, the way we view each other, uh, 
is linked into my own therapeutic journey um as is in some way the play actually i have to say i find the play uh very um personally very useful it's about uh not so much about judging people uh, on their appearance but how appearance a big white man about appearances and our insights are so different uh, which sounds so obvious but is so profoundly important to how we work as human beings yeah so it's all absolutely fascinating uh, and if you're interested in science if you're listening and writing stories if you're interested in neither if you're interested in both it is just an absolutely fascinating book and i thoroughly recommend it um i'm about halfway through it so that's good that i'm reading um yes yeah, so i'm very tired it's been a very long week uh i'm not unhappy i'm quite jolly but i am as i was saying at the beginning it is weird because life is getting back to normal but it's not getting back to normal in the sense i'm still having to test myself three times a week for covid um i don't the worst day traveling for people was yesterday afternoon sunday afternoon i have to say the tube was so busy um Saturday nights aren't too bad, funnily enough. Saturday nights, a lot of people are masked, and the majority of people are masked, which is the one time of day you'd think it wasn't. But when I go in about five o'clock in the weekday, uh, there's not many people masked at all. But having said that, the tube's not too busy. Uh, so that's all. People, are, I don't know, people are just weird, aren't they? Um, I am known at work as International Man of Mystery. I'm not quite sure how I've got that title, but I have um the shipping forecast uh interplay uh between me and one of my fellow workers uh is still very popular uh i was quite embarrassed actually there is uh, quite an eccentric member of staff but there's no non-eccentric members of staff actually um someone asked him a question and he didn't answer and i snapped his name in the most teachery voice uh, imaginable, much to the light of a couple of other people, and then felt absolutely awful. But I really, it was absolutely the way I used to snap the name of some child doing the wrong thing or sitting, not listening at the back of the classroom. Um, it just came out actually, which was quite strange. I felt really awful. And um, yes, yeah, and I had another funny moment yesterday. I always used to ring my parents on, on a Sunday morning I think my whole life, ever since I left home, I rang home on a Sunday morning or a Sunday evening. And I woke up yesterday, and at some point during the morning, I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to ring mum and dad, which is a very strange uh, feeling. Um, but I am thinking and writing about them an awful lot at the moment, so that's the way that goes. Uh, Television-wise, the morning show has got me, I mean, it's got my stomach muscles tight, I am so gripped by it. Can't work out. This is the second season. Can't work out whether it is utterly brilliant Tosh or just utterly brilliant. I suspect it is a bit Toshy, uh, but mostly just completely brilliant. Um, and only Toshy in, in the sense of uh, the tropes of storytelling are in that as they are in everything else that we find so vaguely soap opera that we find gripping. So uh, hugely enjoying that. Getting more and more into Jane the Virgin, which is a Netflix series. Um, it's got a very good central character, a good in the sense of moral. Uh, and I think it's quite difficult to write things with good people in the middle and keep it interesting, because obviously we like villains uh, and flawed characters and all this uh, a lot more. And Jane is flawed, but she's just a really lovely character. And they, they've sustained it very well over the 15 episodes I've watched so far. I've got about 
32 seasons to go finished last week only murders in the building can't remember i mentioned that which is absolutely brilliant uh and fortunately left a very open ending for season and another season so i'm very excited about that and um works on every level actually serious funny brilliant whodunit uh managed to stand out of itself and go a bit meta uh, but the detail was just brilliant as well i thoroughly 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 enjoyed that and um i think that's all i've got time for on the television apart from antiques road trip except i want a celebrity antiques road trip with philippa perry and jerry hall at the moment um you didn't need to know that the road's been very quiet except for the uh Harrison's Tree Service Agricultural Conveyances, which has just driven past. Uh, oh, the builders at the end, uh, absolutely nothing going on there, so that's all boring. And the um, post that involved digging up half of the area is still in the ground with no light at the top and no car charger on the base. So absolutely no idea what all that was about, other than maybe the council just had to spend some money. One does wonder um very quiet out there today starting to feel a bit wintry uh, i've got my winter pajamas on now not this moment but bedtime might be moving into my onesie soon that's a real sign of winter coming i did buy some hot chocolate from hotel chocolat um which i thought was fairly expensive but not too expensive and then looked at the instructions when i got home and find that you have to put six heat teaspoonfuls in for each uh, cup of hot chocolate you make so that probably makes about 10 cups of hot chocolate uh, for quite an astronomical price. Not recommend. Well, I recommend it if I taste it and it's wonderful, but who knows. I'm going to finish. I'm a bit waffly. I think I've gone into tiredness overdrive and I've probably forgotten a load of stuff. But there we go. And uh, I've got a very busy week this week, actually. So there'll be lots of news next week. And in the meantime, warm wishes to everybody who listens. And thank you for listening.